Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home ec class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home. Today's episode can be summed up in one word, creepy. We're chatting about October, also known as our favorite month of the year, with the best Halloween expert I could find, Graham. We'll also talk about why this year was extra special because it included my amazing trip to Birmingham. Plus, how the hands-free movement is not just for cell phones, Kirsten's secret school night soiree to celebrate a stranger, and how if you plan to attend an Alabama Bigfoot seminar, it's polite to at minimum order a Coca-Cola. All that and more on today's creepy episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Kirsten. I want to suck your blood. But that sounds creepy. So happy Halloween, everyone. In case you're curious, the title for today's show is Creepy. (laughs) It's the Halloween episode, the much anticipated Halloween episode on Welcome Home. Happy Halloween, Graham. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You told me before we started recording that I sounded like I wasn't excited and I was just keeping it all bottled up for the show. Um, but I will say I'm, my mind is on vampires because my littlest patent. So my kids were going to go as Steph Curry, which is, this is the most boring Halloween costume anyway, Steph Curry. He has a younger brother named Steph Curry. And then my husband was going to go as Del Curry, which I guess his name is Del. He must, or something like that. He is, he's the dad and he was also an NBA player. But then Patton decided, we went to the Halloween store that he wanted to be a vampire, but he bought the most wacky vampire costume we've ever seen. It's like a tuxedo vampire. <laughs> it's as if he's going to a black tie event. Okay, let's talk about this because this is actually a very big factor in my life. What, um, what is the date that they picked that costume and when did they switch? Oh, the drop date on when you're not allowed to change up your Halloween costume anymore. And what did you buy it? Because that's my biggest thing is like, I know the switch is coming. I know you're going to want to be one thing from, you know, August 12th to October 15th. So like, I don't do, I don't do costumes. I do not like, we can talk about it. We can go look at costumes, but I won't put money down until a certain date. I think that's fair. Okay. Um, I think that's a wise. Have you done anything to purchase these Curry family costumes? No, because honestly, Harrison was in charge, and of course, he hasn't gotten around to it yet. So I pulled the plug because I just thought, which is actually so excellent perfect. parenting for Harrison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let the dad. Not, that, that sounded bad the way I said it for Harrison. Like Harrison's a dad, bad parent. Like he's always a good parent. I'm just saying that's that was a good job. What slacking off and not? Yeah. yeah. Well, he wasn't slacking off. He was. He was timed appropriately. I would say. It worked out. So now I get a vampire, which I think is a completely legitimate and underutilized Halloween costume. Like I say, we go back to vampire, ghost, Frankenstein, like low-level monster. Yeah, witch. Scarecrow. 
Right. So this leads us into the next thing. I went to the Spirit Halloween store, which is like the, you know, the pop-up store. It was amazing. Wait, wait, this doesn't, you know, we actually have an outline this time, which this is why we don't have an outline that doesn't lead us to the next thing. Look at your outline. There's like 500 things before Graham's trip to the Spirit store. Let's rewind. Let's rewind and do this like we actually have ever done this before. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Gears. Today we have a sponsor we'd like to tell you about, and that's Carbona. You know what scares me, Graham? Dirty laundry? Yes! <laughs> Actually, what scares me is my kids are out of town right now, which is not scary, which is amazing. Um, but they're going to come. They're, oh, this is funny. They're in Monument Valley. Never heard of it. I, I think it's just the desert. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're just out in the desert, but I don't care where they are. They're with their the grandparents. Mind. They're fine. My grand, each, my in-laws gave everybody, gave every grandchild $10 and they, they have to pay them when they're bad. Like there's like a, a, they've monetized discipline, right? So each kid gets 10 singles. And when they do something disobedient, they have to give a dollar back. But they can what? earn the money back with good behavior. And she said that we have... My boys are little entrepreneurs who are basically like trying to get their cousins in trouble. So like, and then can I can I fix it? Like, I, th I think basically like my kids are kicking their little cousins to make them cry, so that they can lose their money, and then they comfort them to get the money back. I think there's a whole a whole underground system going on. But regardless, you know what they're gonna come home with? They're gonna come home with some seriously dirty clothes, and I'm gonna say. Thank God for the color grabber. This is, of all, of all of the Carbona products, you guys, this one is my favorite because it's a little sheet of paper almost. It looks like a dryer sheet and you throw it in your wash and you can wash lights and darks together and they don't run. So think about what that means for your life. Now that's just one of the amazing products. This brand has been around for over a century. I'm sorry, more than a century. I had a big fight with someone the other day about over versus more than. They've been around for more than a century. Um, Carbona should pay us double. We do a lot of offline talk to Carbona, honestly, because like, so I'm now, I have the friends oh, who are listen to Are you telling everyone about Carbona? Well, I don't have to tell them. People will t send me like side texts, you know, and I actually, I think this is something that it would be nice if we touched upon. So for our listeners who we love, thank you for growing our audience lately. We're going we're gonna to wrap this out up soon, but this is important. We actually turn down sponsorships. I want everyone to know that. And yeah, we don't- Grandparents turns down a lot of financial sponsorships. I turned down, we turned down a lot of like creepy things. Um, and so we actually, Kirsten and I test the products before we use them. And so I'll get side texts from my friends. Like this one was funny. I got one the other day that was like, does Carpona like really work? You know, as if I was like, going to promote something that I didn't think worked. And I said, yeah, actually it really does. It's, it actually has changed my life. I was telling my hairdresser yeah. about it and she was like, I can't do it. I can't wash my lights and darks together. And I'm like, you can do it. I can do it. So I actually yeah. might show up with some comfort of her. But anyway, a million great products. Go check them out. Use the comb, welcome home. Wel use the code welcome home at carbona.com to save 20%. Again, it's carbona.com. Promo code welcome home will save you 20%. So happy cleaning. Amazing. All right. There you go, Graham. Aren't you glad I keep you in line? Thank you. So a very special girl had a very special birthday um, and came, spent this past week at my house, which is, you know, if we were probably professional, we would have recorded one episode while we were together. But we talked about doing it. We were out creating memories. So Kirsten turned 40 this past week and came to the house and visited. So I gave her a few, I opened up a few minutes in our show to let her audit my home and my life. And which I actually, you did a little bit on Instagram, which was slightly rogue. 
but um, <laughs> but I thought you know you might have some ideas about the way that I'm living my life or some right, suggestions. Right. Well, let's just start with saying that the title of this show is creepy. So let's not talk about Graham's life. <laughs> just kidding. Graham has a lovely life. She has a beautiful, beautiful home and she has a lovely family and her kids are adorable and her husband's great. And it was really fun to like see them in action. And, you know, we kind of talked about this when I went to visit you, but it's, it's a good reminder to go see people that you did different stages of life with and then go see them in their new stage of life. Because like, I got a lot of like very deep moments watching you with your kids and your husband. Cause I'm like, Oh wow, she's doing so many of the same things I'm doing. Like her kids are, you know, doing the same annoying thing and the same adorable thing. And it's like the same, you know, soccer drop off and the same, you know, I don't like this dinner. I do like this dinner. You know, it's this, it's, it's just funny. Right, like same story, it. different town, same story, different town. Maybe like, you know, trade out the like Graham's son, right, only 95 eats, degree weather for <laughs> like 94 degree weather. Um, Graham's son only eats chicken tiki marsala for breakfast, which was different, but I'm like, you know what? I've got a kid who doesn't eat cheese or tomatoes, but does eat pizza. So like we each have our like little kid eccentricities, but it just was like a, a good reminder of like, gosh, like there are these stages of life and they're not going to last forever because there's going to be another stage. I'll be visiting her in 20 years and it'll be like, there aren't little kids sitting at the kitchen counter. So that was like my sort of one deep, sweet moment of like, oh, like, you know, the things that I like either appreciate in my life or complain about my life, it's fun to see it being played out in someone else's life. And somebody else is struggling through them as well. No, I actually, I could tell you were having a lot of eye-opening moments at my house and I was sitting here thinking, uh, just kind of living my life, you know? (laughs) Okay. But here are my creepy observations. Okay. One, I have been feeling like I hold on to shoes too long. Graham holds on to shoes longer than I do. You don't, you, this girl never gets rid of a pair of shoes. Like, I've been I was, busted on that. It's terrible. I know. I've had people tell me, I don't know. What are you supposed to just throw them out? Well, I don't know because I have, I bought this pair of shoes in college that were like very expensive. I bought them when I was studying abroad and that then like for, okay. So that was college. So like 20 years, they were very much out of style. And then I was talking to someone about them the other day. I'm like, you know, I've got these shoes that I've had 20 years. Should I throw them away? And she was saying, are they square heeled? I'm like, they are. And she's like, they're so hot right now. It's like, see, they're see, so just That's wait like- for multiple decades and they'll be back. Like all my bootleg jeans. Hmm. Glad I held onto those. I know. I don't know. But so anyway, so Graham does not throw anything away. That's what I've realized. Also, I don't know about you guys, but I use Rent the Runway. I love Rent the Runway. I use it for um, formal events, but Graham uses Rent the Runway unlimited. So she like continually gets a resupply of, of Rent the Runway. And I always thought this was crazy because to me, it's like, I, I don't know. That seems like a, like a lot of planning, a lot of strategizing. I always thought this would not work, but watching the system in action, like she works for Rent the Runway. It's a really ingenious system. So seeing it actually play out and like seeing you like, oh, wow, you look really cute today. And it's like, oh, cause you're wearing a top that like you wouldn't have gone out and bought and uh-huh. you're just going to wear it twice this week. And you look great all the time. Right. I mean, I think with the onset of Shine, which S-H-E-I-N, we're not sponsored by any of these people, by the way, no, no. but like the cheap shirts that are absolutely super, super adorable. They're like $6 a piece. And then the like rent the runway. But then again, you buy really good accessories. Like I do buy quality shoes, quality handbags, that quality you keep belts. for 37 years. I keep for 45 years. Exactly. So maybe they're past their prime, but no, it works. I mean, it's a great, anyway, we should stop and, and then free if, ad for them. If you, if you, uh, if you do follow us on Instagram, you also did notice that I did find tap shoes in Graham's closet. 
That was weird. My mom gave me those. Those are my mom's tap shoes. Those are like 60 years old. Who's tapping? Um, yeah. Sometimes I realize the big difference between Graham's house and my house is that Graham's house is like twice the size of mine and it's very long. Like her house is like one. Well, it's a ranch. It's, it's like a, ha- it's a hacienda ranch house. So it like has like, w- like it just juts out. It's almost like an H. Like a what? Like it's like an H if you look at it aerially. Okay. It has okay. like an H. And I got really annoyed by not being in a house where I could just yell. Like I was like, I got a lot more steps in your house. <laughs> cause I like, if you were in your bedroom and I was in my bedroom, cause the guest room is the exact opposite. There's no further place than we could be. But don't and you I, find that lovely? Does no, that lovely like, for a guest? No, cause like if I needed a scrunchie, well here's the thing, maybe for a normal guest that's lovely. Cause that's probably like very sweet boundaries, like giving them their own space. But for someone who feels perfectly entitled to use any of your beauty products, any you of your- do. It was like, wait a minute, I need eyeliner. I have to go all the way to your room. So that you kept packing little... up your stuff and bringing it into my space. I know, but your husband was there and it was kind of like, does he want me getting ready in his bathroom? Um, Graham, he has a sauna. <laughs> and I love that you're using your sauna as a cedar closet. Why aren't you Well, yeah, I realized the other day, I don't know, saunas are weird. I'm a steam room gal. But steam rooms scare me. We talk about things for Halloween. Like, honestly, and I'm going to quiz you later on about, like, your scariest location if you were had to, if you had to be somewhere. Like, I have I, – I rarely hyperventilate. I'm not one of those people who has trouble. I mean, I get, like, you're not – you don't breathe necessarily easily in a steam room. But there, there's actually – like, have you ever seen a horror film where, like, they lock the door in the steam room and turn up the steam? Like, I was at this place, and it was, like, a gym, and – and I thought, I'm just going to go for it. And I put it on like six. It was, it was one through 10, by the way. I put it on six. You guys, within three seconds, the room was full of white steam. And I, yes. couldn't, I couldn't find the door. You couldn't I, find the door. I couldn't so find scary. the door. It was, I literally was like, I'm going to die in the gym steam shower. It was so terrifying. And then I, I like finally found the door. But it was so hot. I'm like, I'm going to pass out. It was terrible. And I screamed. And it was like, freedom! And then it's just like me in the gym screaming. And the attendant came in. She's like, yeah, we had someone die in the men's shower like 20 years ago. Wait, what? In the men's steam shower, he, he died. Stumbled Isn't in. that horrible? Isn't that a horrible story? It's a so ghost like, story. It could happen. It could happen. Like, haunt? that's awful. And I don't know. Like, maybe it's like somebody in town and, and I shouldn't even tell that story. But I mean, it's a, it, it, it like is a legitimate um, it's a legitimate fear. Okay. We just got real dark, Graham. We just got real dark. Okay. Real so dark, here, let me, let me bring it back up. So anyway, so I'm in Birmingham. It's going to be my 40th a couple days after I leave. We're talking about it. And you know, if you've ever listened to our show on um, gardening and childbirth. Uh, gardening really- and childbirth. <laughs> that was one episode because we that really like a hodgepodge of miscellany. Gardening, childbirth, and legal laws regarding regarding female care in hospitals. And um, so our friend Caroline, who's a really dear friend of ours who we went to college with who lives in Birmingham as well. So Graham said, hey, do you want to do dinner? And they kind of casually threw out where it would be. Like, does that work? Sure, that works. How does seven work? Yeah, seven. They, they were so cool and casual. And then I get there and we're expecting to meet our one other friend. And how many people are there, Graham? Like, I know we had about 14, 15 people. <laughs> yeah. And I hear, surprise! And for a moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a surprise party. And then my brain said, no, it can't be a surprise party. You only know two people here. <laughs> so guys, and- I went to a school night su- surprise soiree for a stranger. Subtitle, come celebrate the 40th birthday of someone you've never met. 
I mean, how fun, how fun. We had a great time. We had a whole dinner party with strangers and your celebration. It was great. I thought it was adorable. I made everyone also- stand up and share their best memory that they've had with me. <laughs> their favorite thing about me, the most special time we've shared. Um, no, they were all incredibly sweet to come. It was a little creepy, right, Graham? That's why it's creepy. See, but, it but here's the thing. So I know fun. It was so I know fun. If you didn't like it, I could just make it my 40th birthday party because mine's mine's on the precipice. And my thought was this, because your husband, who I called and said, hey, we're doing a party. I need you to send me a bunch of pictures of Kirsten. He's like, you know, Kirsten hates surprises. She hates it. And he goes, but if there's someone who could pull it off, luck be to you. <laughs> yes. Anyone in my, in, in my daily life in Phoenix, do not throw me a surprise party. I hate them. I hate them more than anything. Not knowing anyone there actually made it much more delightful. I actually very much enjoyed it, not having any expectations because yeah, I've never been, it was my first surprise party for strangers, you know, but it was, no, her friends were so sweet. Some of them brought me gifts. Oh my gosh. Can we give a shout out to Laura Comer for sweet her? Sweet Laura. Welcome home, Kirsten T. Jowell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, it was it was so fun and it was really sweet and unexpected. But yeah, I went to a surprise party where I knew none of the guests. So Your Honor, you, it was great. It, it was, was like it our was, silver and gold party. It was really cute. And you know what too? She kind of casually asked me before, like, what are your what's your favorite red one? What's your favorite white wine? I thought she was just kind of casually asking me, like she was stocking her wine closet or something, and I told her and She's like, you like this cocktail. You like this food. And it was all like my favorites, like my favorite foods. She had tortilla chips. And yes, she did have my husband send in a bunch of pictures. There was my baby pictures all over the table. It was very special and very sweet. So, and very random. So it was a perfect grand, very grand party. So <laughs> very, very grand party. <laughs> Next up, Graham's favorite holiday. Although I must say, I do love Thanksgiving. Really? Halloween. Okay. I love, oh, I love Thanksgiving. Okay, Halloween. Let's talk about it, Graham. You've been, you've been waiting for this all year. So your kids well, know what they're going to be. Yes, we have our costumes. We went to the spirit store, but I'll tell you the hottest costume. And this is interesting because I think you disagree with me. Fortnite, like whatever it is, the buyers doubled down. I don't know if they made a mistake and nobody wants to be Fortnite anymore, but the Fortnite costumery has taken up. It takes up a full aisle, like mm-hmm. a full aisle of the Halloween store now. Okay, Just so this is... Very controversial topic because Graham is saying that Fortnite is, she's doubling down that Fortnite is the costume, what would we call that? Apex? Costume of the year. I mean, you're saying, well, I'm just saying that I feel like last year my kids were all hot on Fortnite, but I'm not hearing any Fortnite buzz from them. Like they barely play Fortnite anymore. They don't, they're almost not playing Fortnite. I know. But that's why I wonder if they just missed the mark this year. So you think Spirit got it wrong? I'm wondering, I mean, you should see the accessories that are in the store. I mean, they had all these weapons and huge, I mean, they were huge, like battle axes and Fortnite, all the weapons from Fortnite. But then I finally thought to myself, who can carry that around when they're trick-or-treating? Like, what is the place for large accessories when one is trick-or-treating? You know, that's funny because I had a conversation with a friend of mine and she was sort of talking to her daughter and like her daughter, you know, because you get like the pack you know, which comes with the the basic costume, maybe like the hat, and then maybe like one accessory, but they always leave out one other big accessory your kid wants. So you have to like then go buy that on top of it separately. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, the t- like we had a Tinkerbell year mm-hmm. where it was like, I got the standard Tinkerbell outfit, but then like my daughter's birthday happens to be October 12th. So when we were looking for a gift for her, we also got her like the really fancy light up wand and like the really fancy light up shoes, you know, so you can, there's like multiple ways to do it. But yeah, then all of a sudden you're carrying around like a battle axe and, 
And I know your focus is on the candy. So I feel like that would be a big distraction for you. Huge distraction. I would chuck it in the bushes two seconds later. I would never, all, this is actually, I have a theory. All Halloween accessories need to be able to attach to the Halloween uniform. You need your hands free wait, wait, for this. Did, did you just call a costume a uniform? Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think, I think that's a, a really telling vocabulary choice right there. You must have your hands free so you can ring a doorbell, carry your bag, receive your candy. Like you cannot be carrying a push you, smaller you know, children out of the way. Yeah, exactly. You need both hands for Halloween. That is my I'm down with how I'm anti-Halloween accessory. Bet you never knew that. Were there any other observations from the trip to the spirit store? Um, they did have, they had a very, very nice staff, surprisingly. They gave away free Why do you say surprisingly? These are your people, Graham. I thought you'd be trying to get seasonal employment. <laughs> they did, they were, they did have an element of like, you may find me doing the night shift at one of those like haunted house things, you know, that they set up in towns. Uh -huh. Like everyone seemed like they definitely had another job and it was definitely partly in the paranormal sphere. Oh, okay. Like, but, but again, remember our paranormal girl we had on the show? She was lovely. And then we found out she doesn't even charge for her services. Like, that was, wait, okay, can we really jump around? So, Kirsten no, said, we can't. Wait, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so, I've got to go to this website. So, Kirsten was like, I need you to do a little research. Like, we got to keep it fresh. And I don't know how I missed this guy. So, I happened upon the Alabama Paranormal um, website for the society. And then Little did you know, there's a gentleman who runs the Alabama Bigfoot Society, and he's this older gentleman. And the website is really, yes. it's a no-kill organization. It was established in <laughs> Wait, no kill. So if you find him, you can't kill him? No kill. Um, so he says, yes. Oh, what was it? Uh, Welcome to the Alabama Bigfoot Society website. We have lots to share with you on this creature, also known as Sasquatch. He's dedicated to the preserve. He's a no-kill. Uh, let's see. If you join, the membership is $45. It's a family membership. You can do other <laughs> people. Here's what you will receive. A membership wall certificate, a current Alabama Bigfoot Society patch. That's a $5 value, Kirsten. Uh, T-shirts are no longer offered with membership. Uh, the fee has been lowered. But here's the best part. You can attend all ABS monthly meetings. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Non-members will be charged a fee to attend. Right now, meetings will be held at a restaurant in Alexander City, Alabama. Hold on, wait, it gets better. Wait for the punchline. To get the private banquet room, you will have to purchase something to eat. <laughs> wait, hold on. There's a, there's a subtext, which is only fair since they are supplying comfortable accommodations, restrooms, seating, heat in the winter, air conditioning in summer, plenty of parking, and a safe, easy location to find. <laughs> I have, I have so many follow-up questions. I didn't even read the whole thing. I do, wait, this is all this gentleman's website. I do ask that you be courteous to everyone at meetings. We sometimes have a few non-believers roaming around time <laughs> to time. <laughs> Why am I wasting my time podcasting when I could be in Alexander City at an undisclosed uh, restaurant? Okay, can, can I ask a couple follow-up questions? Follow when he go. says they're providing a safe place for them to meet, like... Like, has he researched and chosen this restaurant because of its Bigfoot um, avoidance capacities? Like, are there certain measures in place in this restaurant? Do you, are you familiar with this restaurant or no? No, I think you'll only get access to what restaurant he's hosting these meetings if you join the Alabama Bigfoot Society. That's not true because guests can come if they pay a fee and, and if they order something at the banquet room. Read, read, because what I'm thinking is like, I don't know if I want to commit the $45 until 
I mean, we'll call it 40 because you do that $5 value thing. But I don't know if I want to commit till I've been to like one meeting to try it out, right? So I'm going to pay my guest fee, go to the meeting, order something because it's only fair, and then I'll make the commitment. But that leads me to my second question. We're a family of five. Like, do I have to leave someone outside? Do I have to buy a second membership? Are there individual memberships I can tack on? There's can a you, lot of follow-up There's a lot of follow-up questions. He offers a seminar, seminar and private tour consisting of you and your group of four people total. By keeping the group small, we can offer a better one-on-one -on -one teaching experience. Hold on. If you're interested, contact them and you will receive free water for the day and a t-shirt. <laughs> this is amazing. So this, interesting. Okay, so the t-shirts are only available on the private tour. And then um, how far away is Alexandria and was there a meeting going on when I was in town? Because if there was, we really screwed that up. I have let you down. I'm really sorry. Um, How far away really is that from you? Uh, it's like an hour and a half. There's a lake. Totally here. worth oh, it. Oh, actually, it's a, yeah. He's located in Wadley, Alabama. Well, who knew? There's a, there's a lot of paranormal activity in Alabama. Unfortunately, I don't think there's any in Birmingham proper. Um, unclear. Uh, so. I mean, maybe I'm just a non-believer. What are your kiddos going to be for Halloween? Wait, that, that's all your observations from the spirit store? That's all you got? Fortnite? You're like, I have so much to tell you about my trip to the Yeah, check out. Um, they did take back my son's. I didn't think they'd do returns because, you know, they basically like set up shop. And, no, uh, they do. And Isn't they, that amazing? They take returns, which I thought was classy. I thought it was an elegant, <laughs> gracious move. Because, my, of course, my dad was in town and he's like always looking for a fight. He's like, so like he just ramped himself up for like, so we got home. Patton tried on the vampire costume. It was so small. The, the black tie vampire costume. It was so small. It was like cutting. I mean, it was like, looked like he was wearing chaps. And my dad was like, oh, I'm going to go back there. I know they're not going to take this back, but I'm going to fight them. And I kept saying, Dad, it says clearly on the receipt that they're happy to take returns. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a showdown, a real showdown. Also, is it returning one of your dad's favorite hobbies? Yeah, it's like his, what, his job. He loves it. But he, the, his favorite part of the return process is when they try to not let him make his return. Because they're like, wait a minute, sir, this weed whacker was made in 1975. Like, we've clearly been using it for 30 years. <laughs> excellent so, um okay so they returned it and that he doesn't want he doesn't want easy returns is what it no, comes down to he no, likes he the adventure yeah he wants a challenge of getting them to accept whatever item he deems to return the best well, is when like sod dies and he picks it up and takes it back the best is going to be november 1st after cohen's worn it and patton's worn it and you can bring it back okay um so that's all you got for the spirit store okay so i broke my own rule this year because those of you who have daughters know that um while there is standard JoJo attire to be found. Walmart has a line, Target has a line, just go on Amazon, say JoJo attire. She's got all sorts of, you know, everyday, everyday wear. But you know how like Target will do those special collaborations with like high-end designers? Mm -hmm. They yeah. did one with JoJo. So there was like an extra special JoJo line that was in Target. Okay. And then there's also JoJo Halloween costumes, which I didn't know about till after that. Anyway, so long story short, I had to go buy her the JoJo outfit while the JoJo line was still being featured at Target. So my daughter's being JoJo, and she still wants to be JoJo because she's obsessed with JoJo. So that's what she's going to be. The boys, my oldest hasn't really expressed anything that he wants to be. My middle one always wants to be something like really gory, and our kind of rule is nothing evil, nothing scary. 
and like he's been dracula before but we're like you know dracula's a literature character that's fine mm-hmm. you know it's not really scary but like when you want to be like a severed head like we're not right like we're a not slash bloody right so he wants thing. to be something where there's like a zipper that goes down your face and then you see your brains and we're like <gasps> no you're not being zipper brain man uh so we're that's like sort of our, our sticking point with him those were always like the awkward teenagers He's not a teenager. He's seven. So no, like, I know, but I'm saying the kids who wore eight. the macabre type costumes were the ones that you'd always kind of, that was a proxy for like steer. Totally, for totally. But I feel kids. like when you're eight, you're like, but you hit a point where you're like, I don't want to be like the worst Kirsten? death anyone could have, you know? He's only eight though. So I think we're still, you know, in a good place with that. But that's what he wants to be. So we're going to have to figure him out. And like last year, my kids sort of did the same thing where they wanted to be something that was just like so ridiculous that we didn't let him do it. And then, like, two days before Halloween, they kind of came up with those, like, very organic make-your-own-costumes. So my middle child, Lester, was a nerd, and that was fun. And once he decided he wanted to be a nerd, then we, like, went to the spirit store and got, like, some fun accessories, like the glasses with the tape. And, That's like, the, fun. It I was love so that. funny. It was, like, he was, like, a Revenge of the Nerds dorky nerd. It was, like, it was very cute. And he, like, parted his hair all silly. And he was, it was actually a really fun costume. And then my oldest was an army ranger, so... He just wore like some camo from play stuff. So that was- That's when I triple down. When they come up with something really creative, like that's when I'll be like, we're going all in. We're getting everything we need. Totally. Versus the lame costume. Like I don't want to buy them the accessory, whatever, massive gun that goes with the slasher thing, but I will go out all out on accessories if they come up with something creative. Right. I'll go, I'll go like hunt down perfect nerd glasses to make that work because it was- To make it work. Because you get points for being smart. Well, like, and this year, I'm actually, like, the one thing I wanted for my 40th that I didn't get was I really wanted, um, I really wanted to go out and, and spend an absurd amount of money on a Halloween costume for myself and have it for the rest of my life to be my standard. And I really wanted to take a bunch of pictures to a tailor and get, like, a bunch of khaki fabric and a bunch of emerald satin fabric. And I really want a really well done Phyllis Neffler costume and I've, I've also researched Ned the Nuffler Man. Oh, that's amazing. I'm sorry, Neffler the Muffler Man. I've really, I've also re- like researched that too. And I wanted to make my husband a matching costume out of tinfoil that he could wear. Oh, so and, anyone who's not sure, this is from Troop Beverly Hills. Which um, I'm amazed. Her- I, I had a whole conversation with one of my friends and she's like, oh yeah, I saw that movie like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. How did so they never make a costume of any of her wonderful Girl Scout costumes? I they, don't know. People would make a fortune if they I did. know. I know. Well, there are there are like really fun True Beverly Hills t-shirts on Etsy, but I'm like, if I'm doing it, I'm not putting on a True Beverly Hills t-shirt and some khaki right. shorts. Like, that is not in the spirit of what Phyllis no, Neffler would do. She would get an ostrich feather and a jaunty little cap, and it would a be fascinator. a fascinator. A fascinator. She a fascinator with well, like a... She yeah, she had a fascinator for formal wear, but then remember she also had that sort of like kind of like throwback, almost like I don't know what you call it, like in the oh, like a sailor's cap, yeah, yeah, like a cap. sailor's cap, but almost no, 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 it's more like a Boy Scout from like the twenties. Yeah, and that's what she'd smoke her long cigarettes with. Yes, it was great. amazing. Was it's amazing. So, um, and that all started because I had a like brief two week period where I thought I'd do Girl Scouts, and then. We were too busy, but I said I would only be the troop leader if I could make that costume. A hundred percent fair. Um, speaking of costumes and cleaning costumes, we are sponsored again by Carbona. Um, Very exciting. Nothing keeps clothing new, looking new longer. They allow you to wash mixed colored laundry loads. We talk about the color grabber all the time. What about the two-in-one pet stain and odor remover? It's oxy-powered formula with an active foam technology that's engineered to permanently remove pet stains and odor. It also just, oh no, the, here's the cool part. It 
discourages resoiling. That's actually key for anyone who has a pet. Um, if you actually like have a pet and you have a problem, especially kitty cats, if you have a product that discourages the cat from like using the same area, uh, that's kind of a big deal. So when again, you say especially kitty cats, because you have kitty cats, dogs do the same thing. Did I ever oh, tell you about the time my their- dog peed on my friend's Christmas tree? Ooh, that's bad, but fair. Like, I get that. That's totally fair. Also, as we've been recording, I spilled a full mug of coffee on my carpet, but I'm so dedicated to this podcast that it did stop to clean it. So I have a feeling in about six months, I'm going to need the steam carpet cleaner. You will need the steam carpet cleaner. I actually really like steam carpet cleaning my carpet. So that's a fun thing to do. But anyway, use code welcome home, all one word at carbona.com, C-A-R-B-O-N-A.com. You'll save 20% off. Happy cleaning. No, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Kirsten, can I quiz you on a few things? Um, Okay. These are some things I was actually putting together and I don't know your answers. Hmm. What is the scariest movie? Like what movie? Because I mean, everyone has their Christmas movies they watch. Mm -hmm. Do you have a movie that you like to watch with your family or a Halloween movie that just like resonates with you? (laughs) Really feeds my Halloween soul. Okay. Uh, Well, lots of, lots of things going on in that question. So um, you said, do you have the scariest movie? And we actually had this conversation the other day. What was the scariest movie you've ever seen? You know what movie I I still like think about and get Mm -hmm. so scared? Blair Witch Project. That was so scary. Because remember when that first came out, there wasn't like that documentary style movie. Like that was a new thing. And it was sort of like unclear going in. Like, wait, did they really find these tapes in the woods? Like, are these real people? And it was They created that buzz. Oh yeah. No, I remember that. Oh my gosh. That's, oh, that's still so scary. Like every time I camp, I still think of that. Yeah, that's true. That was so. That's really my scariest scary. movie I've ever seen. What's your scariest movie you've ever seen? Um. Okay. Scariest movie. Uh. Hmm. I should have thought of this beforehand after <laughs> I typed the question for you. I've seen. I saw one. My mom showed me a long time ago. They've actually made it into like a modern thing on Netflix called The Haunting of Hill House. Um. And but there's an old black and white version of that that came out, and it's. I don't think it's actually anything like the new show Netflix has done. But I remember at one point in it, like they pushed this person into a vat of acid. I'm not really sure. It wasn't a slasher movie at all. It was like a very old school scary thing. But I think this mad scientist or something had a vat of acid in his basement. And I remember watching this person's flesh like melt off and go straight. It went from living person to skeleton. And it it was in black and white. I mean, it's an old movie. And it creeped me out to this day. I'm still scared of acid. Mm, That was scary. Okay. Do you let your kids watch these movies? No, and my kids are there- my kids really frightened. Um, loves to watch them, and then afterwards, they're it's just not worth it for bedtimes and stuff. Never so worth it. Yeah, never worth it. But um, we have watched Beetlejuice. We haven't watched that. That's Beetlejuice. Not, I forgot is about Beetlejuice. Fun. There's like oh, a I few can. depending on your kids' ages. There's a few that are spooky in there. Um, I remember yes. one of my absolute favorite movies being um, and I don't know if this is like I don't know if it's scary, but witches. I oh, love. I all, remember. That I love one. everything Ronald Dahl. Those are my favorite books. They were my favorite movies. Yes, I love everything yes. he does, and I loved Witches. What's the one that's made a comeback that had Bette Midler and Hocus it, Pocus? And it also, Hocus Pocus, and it is hot right now. I used to watch Hocus Pocus. Hocus a lot Pocus is hot like every Halloween. I don't know. It's become like a classic, and I don't remember it ever being that amazing. But it's a full-on classic now. Um, yeah. Well, we watched that. We watched. I let my my kids went through a phase where they loved The Night Before Halloween, um, but there aren't as many Halloween movies, but what about Sixth Sense? See, I like, I'm a huge M. Night Shyamalan. That's not really good for kids, but I mean, Sixth Sense is one of the greatest movies of all time. We watched Signs the other day with our kids. 
That's a little scary. Yeah. uh, I mean, but I don't know. Okay. So the 29, I was doing a little research, the hit for this year. And of course I've never heard of it because we're just not in like the horror watching, but this is great. Have you heard of the movie that's out now called Crawl? No. Okay. This is great. If you didn't predict crawl about a father and daughter trying to ride out a category five hurricane in Florida, wait, it gets better, while trapped under the flooding foundation of a house and pinned inside their watery kill box by a bunch of man-eating alligators. It's one of this year's surprise hits. (laughs) I love it. That's great. Like they just, they're out of normal things. So they're just trying to come up with new things. That's funny. You know what, too, is I feel like there's there's scary Halloween movies, but then sometimes I watch movies just because they're like, I know this is Halloween. I don't want to take us off topic, Graham, but but fall. Just like, especially yes. living in Phoenix, where like, I don't get that like classic New England fall. Like, yes. I love, sounds so dumb, but no, I feel like half of big is those boys just like parading around the neighborhood with fall foliage underneath their, their feet. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea. All your yeah, fall that's forward. an interesting concept. You you articulate something that I think people do that maybe don't even think about. I do that too sometimes. Like if you just want to see like, what's that movie that we love with Diane Keaton as good I was as about guess, to say, I think. Oh, 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 wait, wait, but that's not a fall movie. No, I'm talking, that's a summer movie. Like she goes to her beautiful summer house in the Hamptons and it's so yeah. gorgeous. That's yeah. the one. And like, yes, I will watch a movie if I want to conjure a season that I'm not in. Okay. I'll double down on Diane Keaton then. Okay. baby boom let's go up to <gasps> vermont let's make our own gourmet oh, baby food quintessential fall yes mm-hmm. you're gonna make me watch that but it's like you've got to mm-hmm. find time on your oh i should have watched baby boom yeah yeah baby boom is really good but yeah i feel like there's some movies that i watch for fall that's you the know, ultimate fall Halloween. movie that's a great one you're mm-hmm. so right it's the ultimate fall movie but it's a fall movie my husband will have zero interest in watching with me Yes, agreed. You could watch it happily by yourself. Oh, I do. I totally know what you're talking about. I love that. I'm we could watch it together. I wish we did that. We had done that. We were too busy gallivanting. Okay, well, besides your vampire, what's your older one going to be? Oh, uh, Steph Curry. Which is oh, he's ironic, still going to be Steph Curry or Steph oh, Curry? Or... Be, yeah. What he's sport not... do these Currys even play? They're basketball stars. You don't know Steph Curry. Like, where am I going to get this knowledge? Okay. Well, although I appreciate your super scientific um you know research you did at the spirit store for five seconds um we did we did try to contact someone from from spirit to bring them on but unfortunately we weren't able to make that work but maybe we'll maybe we can do it and figure out a way to like give that as a little bonus episode or something but um okay i checked some articles and glamour magazine has the most searched halloween costume ideas for 2019 so we'll link to this article but i'm really surprised because i feel like a lot of these are so not this year but it was number one Oh, the the clown? Yeah, like Pennywise or whatever. Yeah, but they just, they remade that movie. But okay. didn't they remake it like three years ago? I feel like we haven't stopped talking about it. I guess it's just so Halloween-y that it's not Creepy clowns are always in vogue. Right. Witches, a classic. We're going to respect that. Three okay. is Spider-Man, which I feel like I had, I've had like six Spider-Man Halloween costumes mm-hmm. already. Like yeah. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I guess, just isn't, isn't super like of the moment, but he's also, he's an enduring classic, if you will. He is classic. Okay. okay. Four. This one was surprising dinosaur okay okay it's fair five descendants interesting okay that's again, new again well i feel like that was a big one last year though but maybe i'm wrong also ooh, ooh. well no they just came out with a new descendants movie oh they did stuff. oh okay here yeah. when we're talking about movies it's not really halloweeny but it's sort of ooh spooky have your kids gotten into zombies yet disney zombies no, no. where's <gasps> disney zombies 
Disney Zombies is like the new Descendants. You're kidding me. No, you watch and, this. this. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna love it. They I don't want to. Uh, gosh, I'll 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 give you all the spoilers off. Is it a movie? You're gonna love it, Graham. It's a movie. Okay, five or six clown. Seven. They do say Fortnite, Graham. So Fortnite. Okay. We're, and it says we're actually shocked. This gamer costume isn't higher on the list. We're not shocked. Eight. Chucky. Nine. The 1980s, which I feel like is sort of just how we dress now. And mm-hmm. ten is a unicorn. And then they've also got a whole section on couples costumes, but I think I've already nailed the best couple costume. But no, they have some fun ones. They have Maro and Luigi, um, uh, Sunny and Cher, Ricky and Morty. I love just seeing, I feel like so many people do couples costumes at parties and it's really fun to see. Does anyone still even know who Sunny and Cher are? Are the millennials like plugged? I feel like Cher has never seen Sunny and Cher. No, I know, but it just seems funny. They should do the Bradys. The Bradys are back with a vengeance right now. Are they? Yeah, because they've just sold the Brady house on HGTV. They bought it. They did something where basically they're buying iconic homes from old movies and they're fixing them up and reselling them. Oh, that's a fun idea. Isn't that cool? It's a cool show. All right, we're going to call it a day on this episode because we're encouraging everyone to go work on their costumes, their Halloween decor, buy your candy. Do not let a child down. No child left behind on Halloween. (laughs) This is actually a public service episode. It's sponsored by Graham. Uh, I want everyone Halloweening to their best. I want you to raise the bar for your family. I'd like maybe even someone out there to throw in regular size candy bars. Like, let's add candy. Graham. I would like someone to commit well, to doing a well, chocolate rest- and sugary for people, for children who like one kid's a chocolate lover, one kid's a sugar candy. Like, let's not just do like sugar. Let's provide a, an assortment. We're hospitality focused. In the age of childhood obesity, grandma's, grandma's fighting a different No, but fight. this is the day when it does not matter. I say, if someone eggs your house to turn the other cheek and smile, I would say if someone <laughs> shows up and asks you to hold their Fortnite accessory, you do it so that they can steal more than one piece of candy. I actually say it's rude to put out a sign this year that says, please take one and be respectful. I say, this is our year 2019 of go big or go home. To, to the sport to the victor go the spoils okay guys i'm gonna wrap up this episode with one last thing that's gonna bring it all together guess what i found hiding in graham's closet 500 peppermint patties followed by a thousand tootsie rolls graham is so <laughs> that sums it all up there is our creepy episode for you happy halloween thank you for listening <laughs> bye graham welcome Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Welcome Home. We think you guys are the best. And if you'd like to learn more about today's topic or any of the sponsor deals we mentioned, visit our website at thewelcomehomepodcast.com. Our sweet listeners tell us all the time that it feels like we're real life friends and not to be too mushy, but we think the same about you. So why not go ahead and connect with us on Instagram? We're at the Welcome Home Podcast. Or if it's something super secret, feel free to send us an email at hello at thewelcomehomepodcast.com. Especially if it's a secret about Kirsten. I'm the one who checks the email and I promise it'll stay between us. And as always, if you enjoyed today's episode of Welcome Home, please make sure you're subscribed. And if you have a few minutes, we'd love for you to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, share the show with your friends. Yes, tell your friends. That's the hospitable thing to do. Thanks for listening. Welcome home. <laughs>